Summit Compliance Evangelist, and I'd love to welcome you to week four of one month operationalizing your compliance program. This month, I'm proud to have as my sponsor Oversight Systems. Some of the key points for Oversight's FCPA automatic transaction monitoring solution are that it provides a clear advantage to be able to monitor all of your transactions over an extended time horizon versus one transaction at a time, multiple sample-based approach. This longitudinal-style analysis derives insights across employee expenses, expense reports, attendees, purchase orders, and merchants that can be difficult to uh, see with traditional audits. Oversight's library of FCPA analytics takes a risk-based approach to identify anomalies that may suggest compliance or FCPA concerns. Actions taken to review and resolve potential FCPA risk using built-in workflow are automatically documented and logged by the systems. This provides a document, 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 or defensible audit trail that demonstrates to internal or external stakeholders that there is a proactive monitoring of business transactions and the corrective action that was taken on those potential risks. The automation that Oversight provides around data acquisition, data analysis and tracking, and the communication steps to resolve issues significantly lower the cost of compliance. Clients often see a reduction of 50% or more in effort when they are using the Oversight tool versus their previous approaches. Oversight can op operationalize your compliance efforts to monitor your travel, entertainment, and procure to pay at a price point which is affordable and a time frame that's achievable. Finally, while there's no guarantee that you'll be able to prevent bad actors from circumventing controls, with insights on demand, the oversight tool, you'll have a best practice approach to identifying possible FCPA violations in travel, entertaining, entertainment, and procure to pay. In this final week of one month to operationalizing your compliance program, I'm going to look at tone in an organization at the top, in the middle, and at the bottom. I'm going to look at operationalizing your compliance program through compensation incentives. And finally, I'm going to end with information on operationalizing your compliance program by putting it at the center of your corporate strategy. I hope you've enjoyed this one month to operationalizing your compliance program, and I hope you will join me next month where I take up one month to better third-party manage. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening. Day 22, operationalizing compliance through compensation incentives. The evaluation of corporate compliance programs, prong six, incentives and disciplinary measures states, incentive system. How has the company incentivized compliance and ethical behavior? Has the company considered potential negative compliance implications of its incentives and rewards? Have there been specific examples of actions taken, i.e. promotions or awards denied as a result of compliance and ethical considerations? So how can you measure compliance in senior management or elevate it for the purposes of a bonus calculation? This issue has often been difficult for companies to grapple with or come up with because the compliance evaluation is often viewed as too subjective. So today I wanted to talk about a way to think through how you could put objectives, metrics, and incentives in place which would allow you to fully operationalize your compliance program by incentivizing your executive leadership team, other leaders in corporate functions, and the business units responsible for cultural understanding and implementation of your code of conduct.
an evaluation process should form uh, the basis of obviously an employee overall evaluation, and it should be a continuous performance review uh, provided multiple times a year in conjunction with your HR team. The responsible exec, uh, executive for each function or group should be required to cascade each of the compliance obligations to those employees under them, and this ensures that compliance is operationalized into the variable remuneration system. So what are some of the specific obligations that can be measured and evaluated? So I've got a list here that I want to go through, and what I would ask you to do is pick and choose what really works for you. So from the executive leadership team or for the executive leadership team, lead from the top, lead by example in your own conduct, in the decisions you take, to the resources and time you commit to compliance. Facilitate and proactively practice in day-to-day -day activities of key compliance competencies, both internally and externally. So how often do you do go to compliance conferences? An issue we talked about in an earlier podcast. Support specific initiatives from the CCO compliance function generally, and even the legal functions that deal with compliance. For department heads, demonstrate, facilitate, and proactively operationalize the day-to-day -day activities of your key compliance competencies, both internally and externally. Support specific, specific initiatives from the compliance function. Ensure that all employees, agents, and contractors directly or indirectly reporting to you are fully complete with all required training and communications in a timely manner around compliance. Provide full cooperation with investigations conducted by the compliance or legal function regarding any alleged violation of company policies. Include the chief compliance officer or other compliance department representative in your management meetings at least twice per year per geographic unit. Identify instances of non-compliance and, non and support compliance in reporting and monitoring systems. Partner with your compliance function in resolving compliance issues. How about for heads of sales? Well, here you can certify that all employees, agents, and contractors directly or indirectly reporting to you have fully reported all sales and marketing interactions with appropriate government officials or state-owned enterprises or employees of state-owned enterprises in a timely manner. Certify that all employees, agents, and contractors have accurately reported their expenses on your expense reporting system. Hopefully that's oversight. So what are some of the objectives that you can put in place, compliance objectives. Well, an objective has to have a greater chance of being accomplished, a specific objective, than a uh, general objective. It needs to be measurable, so you should establish concrete criteria for measuring progress throughout the attainment of the objective you set. The objective should be aggressive but attainable, so you need to identify objectives that are most important to the compliance function and relevant business that, uh, so that you're more likely to see the value in them coming true. They have to be realistic, so an objective must represent something that you're both willing and able to work towards 
and it has to be timely. It must be grounded within a time frame. So what are uh, some of the other points that you should consider? Well, it really does start at the top, but if your executive leadership team is truly on board, you can make big leaps and not limit your compliance ambitions to incremental steps. You should really personalize the objective to each ELT member, senior management member, um, department head, sales head, whoever has the objective, because the more granular you'll make it, uh, the, the more effective it will be to operationalize that particular incentive. incentive. You must have qualitative judgments, um, but also quantitative as well, because you have to have some KPIs in there to measure. You have to publicize these. You have to talk about examples of employees who make a difference. Be positive. Focus on the company's efforts to incentivize behaviors. And finally, this is the best time to start talking the talk. The Department of Justice evaluation makes clear that it expects incentives to be operationalized in your compliance structure. While there may not always be subjectivity built into any compensation, excuse me, while there may be subjectivity built into your compensation system, that does not mean financial incentives cannot be written into the evaluation of a senior management to help senior management to help guide the business practice. Um, uh, subjective evaluations are done all the time by HR. This is something they do. If you need some help, I would suggest you go down and talk to HR. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, the Department of Justice evaluation not only requires not only carrots around compliance, but metrics to justify any discretionary bonus compensation based upon a compliance evaluation. Two, it's important that you do provide the metrics to each level of employee to hit as a part of a discretionary uh, bonus evaluation. The more granular you can make this, the better you're going to be. And then finally, we haven't talked about the percentage of a discretionary bonus, which should be based on compliance or an ethical component, but I'd suggest up to 25%. Certainly 20% is uh, uh, easily attainable and an important part, uh, important enough part of an overall discretionary bonus program to get someone's attention. This is Tom Fox. I hope you have enjoyed me for day 22 on one month to operationalizing your compliance program, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 23. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to thank you very much for listening to today's episode of How to Operationalize Your Compliance Program. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. If you've listened to this podcast via iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it if you would rate us. It would help on our rankings and help get the word out about how to learn about operationalizing your compliance program in one month. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening and hope you'll join me tomorrow.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.